Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. And I am your host, Jamie Umfenauer, and this is episode 16. And we're talking all about what is self-sufficiency. So stay tuned. We're going to take a break for a moment to hear from our sponsor, Anchor FM, and we'll be right back with the show. So self-sufficiency, that is something that really struck a chord with me this weekend because I uh, had broken, or I don't know if I broke it or if it was broken, but it was the manifold on our reverse osmosis system under our sink, and I had to order a replacement, and then it sat on the counter for like two months. And so finally yesterday, I was able to replace it all by myself not have to call anybody. And it only took a YouTube video and a few deep breaths and a little bit of music to calm me down because I had never really done much plumbing type of activities before. And so I was super excited to be able to do that by myself uh, and show my girls when they came home that, look, mom was able to do this and not have to call anybody. And it's working That's even the best part is that my RO system is back in business again. So I thought today's episode would be a really good time to kind of explore what self-sufficiency is all about because that is what we teach at Home Ec Express and to help you find your way to living a more self-sufficient lifestyle and that in turn creates a more joyful, happy, healthy home. So if we look at the dictionary definition of what self-sufficient means, it's obviously an adjective and it has two different definitions. One is able to maintain oneself or itself without outside aid capable of providing for one's own needs in such as a self-sufficient farm. Two, having extreme confidence in one's own ability or worth. I don't know if I have the extreme confidence, but I do try to have a life without having to ask for help too, too, too much, unless it's, of course, beyond my knowledge or ability. Um, Some of the synonyms for self-sufficient is independent, self-dependent, self-reliant, self-subsistent, self-supported, self-sustained. So you can see where it it definitely means that we're able to take care of ourselves, And of course, when we think of the bare basics of what it means to be self-sufficient, at the bare basics, it means that you can provide your food, water, clothing, and shelter. Those are the basic human needs that we all have. But beyond that is more of a choice of a lifestyle. Uh, Not to say that you're a prepper or anything like that, but just to where you can take care of yourself, take care of your family for minimal expense and uh, be able to find the joy in that. So how, how do we have that happen? Like how can we get on the road to being more self-sufficient and taking care of ourselves. Because as we see the world kind of uh, going a little sideways, the government is not going to come take care of you. And so you need to make sure that you know how to take care of yourself and be prepared in case 
anything bad happens. So here's some tips on how to get yourself towards becoming yourself or your family and becoming self-sufficient. So first is to really embrace being frugal. Now, that doesn't mean that you're rinsing out and saving all the Ziploc bags, but it does mean that uh, you look at ways to save money, that you're not wasting money by having everybody else do everything for you because you don't know how, uh, but also learning how to live on a budget. And we've talked about that in past episodes, and that's huge. And we have some resources on homeecexpress.com, the new homeecexpress.com, to help you with that. Uh, number two would be making your house work for you. So this is, this is very interesting because we know in the way in modern houses is tech, 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 tech. Well, tech breaks. Tech is not depend, uh, totally reliable all the time. The power goes out, you're out of luck. But also we know that people are buying and selling houses pretty frequently. Um, And part of it is, you know, think about where do you want to end up long term? So uh, if you need to make an upgrade in your house, like a little bit bigger, if your family has grown, definitely do that. But you want to think long term because A, your house is an investment. And B, you want to be able to have that house do what it needs to do for your family. If you want to have animals, well, you need to think about a larger piece of property. Or if you want to be able to, um, you know, have a business from home or anything like that, you need to start thinking in a longer term fashion to make that house work for you, but also that it's simple. Technology is great. And I use technology all day long. However, it is not reliable. And do you need to have all the all the modern technology in your house that will fail you at a certain point? So that's something to think so. Think about. And also not getting yourself over your head in debt on your home, especially if you're upgrading. Uh, don't get more than what you can afford. That is so huge because we get caught up in these, you know, big fancy ideas. But usually if if you're in over your head, you're going to lose it. And you don't want to lose your home because you bought too much house for what you can actually afford. Number three is to eat according to the seasons. And Eating seasonally is so important, not just for the local economy, but also for your health. Uh, and it prevents you from having to go to the grocery store as much uh, as most people do. You buy less junk food that way. And uh, it also helps you to see what is available in your area as far as uh, livestock or I should say protein fruits and vegetables. And in most areas, you can buy year-round whatever is in season. So one of the things to think about is we spend a lot of money demanding to have watermelon in the month of January, but that is imported watermelon from foreign countries that were not picked ripe, that were then sprayed with methyl bromide in order to get it into the United States so it doesn't ruin our agriculture. So you're not eating nutritional produce if it's being imported from a Southern hemisphere out of season in the United States. Uh, But also, you know, just avoiding the grocery store is a really good thing. You want to make that as minimal as possible. Uh, If you can create your own little 
homestead wherever you live, whether you live in an apartment and you have a little balcony or you live in an apartment that might have a little rooftop garden that everybody can um, work in, or if you have a little backyard, or if you live on acres, you might be able to grow some of your own herbs, some tomatoes. You know, think about things like that. Like what can you do that produces what you might need, or especially if it's a lot of something that you say you're a tomato lover, we'll start growing those tomatoes on your little patio at your apartment. Uh, if you have space in your backyard and you love lettuce, plant lettuce. If you love berries, plant berries, maybe get some chickens, definitely plant herbs. So that was one of the greatest joys that I've had was having my own uh, garden to produce food. Uh, number five would be literally learning to live simple. It is one of the most important aspects to being self-sufficient, but also just for inner peace of yourself. Uh, the reason that is because living simply, then you aren't going to waste your money on buying so much stuff. You're not eating out all the time. You're not going to spend huge amounts of money on everything. And it will save you money in the long run, but it also just brings a little bit more inner peace. The less you need, the less you spend, the less you're stressed. Number six is ask your family to be on board. So if you're a single person, it's easy. It's just you. But if you have a family and you're really wanting to be self-sufficient, everybody has to be on board as far as being a little bit more frugal, simple, uh, working in the garden together, anything like that. If your spouse or your kids are not on board, not going to work. It has to be something that everybody believes in and that everybody is a part of in your household. And honestly, if everybody's on the same page, there's so much more family harmony. Okay. Being an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. I've always been an entrepreneur since I was probably five years old and started selling paper fans to the neighbors. Uh, but finances are a really huge part of life in general, but also being self-sufficient because there's so much debt out there. And you want to make sure that you have a mindset of not having debt, but also being simple and saving money. But what would you do if you lost your job today? Do you have savings? Do you have another source of income? You always want to think about, okay, if I have a talent in XYZ, can I make money off of that? Especially if you were to lose your job, could you turn that around and have it be beneficial for you and or your family? If you have chickens, say you have backyard chickens, and you have more eggs than what your family actually needs, can you sell those? How can you bring in extra money if some, if you were to lose uh, finances in one other aspect of your life? And whatever you do, as we say at Home Ec Express, get out of debt. Get out of debt, get out of debt, get out of debt. Debt is the killer of so many relationships and, and so much stress on your body. The faster you get out of it, the more that you will relieve yourself of all the pain and the struggle and the stress. So the most important thing when we're thinking about self-sufficiency though, is making sure all of those basic needs are met. And it's definitely even beyond food, water, clothing, and shelter, but in the food area is thinking about ways that you can grow more at home. Uh, can you start seeds in the kitchen? Can you get containers to grow in? 
just a little bit. And there's lots of great books out there if you don't know or have a friend that can teach you. Uh, you want to make sure that you always are able to uh, get food, preserve food, and have a little backup in case, you know, the power goes out for a few days, things like that. We saw what the the crazy panic buying did at the beginning of COVID and what they did, the, the panic people did to the grocery store. So uh, some of us didn't have to worry because we had stockpiles of food and didn't have to go to the grocery store for two months. So until we ran out of flour. <laughs> <laughs> but I had 35 pounds of flour still in my pantry and it was empty at the grocery store for months. Uh, next is shelter. So of course you need shelter, right? But do you know how to take care of your house? Just like I said in the beginning of our podcast today, I had to replace the manifold on the reverse osmosis system in order to have that clean water for coffee and cooking, etc. So do you know how to take care of the different aspects of your home? Uh, one of our previous episodes was making sure that your air conditioner is running properly. Uh, if you live on a septic system, are you, do you know how to take care of your septic system so the bacteria level is uh, balanced and you don't have to uh, have it back up into your house? What would you do if you lived on a well? Do you know how your well pump works? Uh, what would you do if you lost power? Do you know how all of your appliances work and what to do if something goes wrong? Do you know how to pop, fix the a pop breaker on your house if the electricity, one of the breakers popped? So definitely think about that. Okay. So shelter goes far beyond just making sure you have a roof over your heads. Know how to invest your money in your home and how to take care of your home. Now, of course you need water, right? But do you have water stored in case of an emergency? So do you have jugs of water? Um, and this could be like two, three, four gallon jugs that you have in a closet somewhere. I actually have a couple, uh, two gallon jugs frozen in my deep freezer just in case the power goes out uh, that that keeps it cold for days and days so I don't lose my proteins and my meals that I have in my extra freezer okay energy so what would you do if you ran if the power got cut now I live in California and it's going to be 110 today so there's a good chance they might possibly cut our power today and what would we do with all of our appliances um, and then of course are you a candidate for solar if you own your home solar is only good though for certain situations it doesn't work well for others so that's something you have to think about okay Another part of getting yourself ready to be uh, self-sufficient and it's so important is, of course, we talked about finances. Um, do you have, if you're married and maybe one of you gets the blessing of staying home with the kids, do you have a way to produce income just in case? Always something to think about. And working in the gig economy has always been a great blessing to me. And uh, that is something that has helped sustain our finances through some really rough times, especially the last couple of years with me being a single mom. And lastly, and I don't think a lot of people really think about this, but it's relationships. We live in a culture now that everybody just talks to people online, it's social media, uh, or people try to just avoid people. Granted, there are some crazy people out there that I prefer to avoid, but at the most part though, 
when you go to farmer's market, are you actually talking to the farmers and getting to know them and understand how they grow? How, how can you get access if they're not at farmer's market? Um, so that you understand how the local agricultural economy works, but also recommendations. Uh, when you go out and about and you meet people, are do you know like who's who's a really good plumber, electrician? Who do you know that could help you in a time of need, or that you can refer to somebody else? Now. It, I know some, if you're an introvert, that probably sounds rather difficult, but the joy being an introvert is we thrive on one-on-one -on -one conversations, but the network of relationships that you establish in your community will help you be self-sufficient and it will also help you in the long run when you run into a pinch because you will know who to call. You may not end up wasting a lot of money on simple things if you know the right people to advise you, teach you, help you out. So your relationships in your community are paramount to uh, success and making sure also that you are a part of your community and that you understand how your community, your government, everything on a local level works so that you are uh, able to really sustain a self-sufficient type of lifestyle. So self-sufficiency is something that we should all be striving for, that we should uh, be really taking a look at how we're living our life and is it producing the results that we want? Happy, healthy, joyful, and you're able to take care of yourself. So that's our thoughts for today. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on self-sufficiency. And the great news, folks, is that the upgraded brand new HomeEcExpress.com is live. There's still a lot of resources to be uploaded onto uh, HomeEcExpress.com. If you sign up for our weekly uh, updates. You'll find out when the podcasts come out, any exciting news, but you can also, when you sign up, you will get a free download of my homemade cleaners for your house. And so make sure that you will, uh, be a part of the Home Ec Express family. And of course, besides going to our website, homeecexpress.com, you can find me on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. That's it for this week. I look forward to hearing from you and have a wonderful, wonderful day.